In this episode of Upward Calling, we talk about making plans for 2022. Welcome to Upward Calling. We help Christians develop a relationship with God by talking with the University Church of Christ evangelist Josh Creel and Dr. Kenny Embry. Listen as we take a deeper dive on a lesson on a recent Sunday service and help you apply it Monday through Friday. How you doing, Josh? Kenny, I am great. And while we're recording this and it's still 2021, chances are it'll be 2022 before someone listens to it. So Happy New Year. (laughs) Thank you, Josh. And in the spirit of full disclosure, Josh and I did pre-record this. So if something catastrophic happens between now and the end of the year, we didn't know about it. We We were doing this right before Christmas. So that said... I. I think you're right. One of the things that we had talked about doing with this episode, since we both knew that we were going to be out of town, is talking about basically the idea of goal setting. So let me ask you this, Josh, what are you looking forward to in 2022? So here's the thing. Uh When I think about looking at the new year, there are things that we want to change. There are new habits we want to develop. But I'm honestly looking forward to to more of the continuation of some things that have begun. And and that's personal. That's congregational-wise. We will continue to pray that, you know, Lord willing, even though, you know, cases may be going up, um, but it at least seems like societally and personally, we're in a better place with the, the pandemic. More people are worshiping, you know, live together and we're doing more things together. So looking forward to that, looking forward to continuing to figure out how we're going to be navigating Sunday evenings and doing the, the various things. And then personally, you know, I've, I've done a really good job uh, over the last few years of being very diligent in my daily Bible reading this year. And <clears throat> Jana doesn't know it yet, but <laughs> I'm going to try to make this a, a family daily Bible reading. And I'll probably use Mark Roberts' Bible reading plan. And the, what, what I like about his is it's the five-day-a-week one. Yeah. And I don't think we'll do Old Testament and New Testament. I think we're just going to do New Testament. You know, maybe do something where we eat dinner in the evening, and rather than us just all go and start on whatever we were going to do or relax, you know, let's just go ahead and, and sit down and we'll read a chapter of Matthew tonight, and then we'll you know continue that on. So I'm looking forward to, to trying to do this with my my family, uh, of more of a let's read together and, and talk together. For me, Bible reading has been very much my personal devotion mm-hmm. uh, every morning, and I do it first thing in the morning. Yeah. So maybe this next year, instead of hopping out of bed and getting my Bible open and reading first thing, not that I won't read, right. but maybe more time in prayer in the mornings to get my day started and then do the Bible reading in the evening with my family. So I'm looking forward to, to things like that. Um, Kenny, uh, you know, you and I are in, involved in a, a book reading club. You're yeah. better at reading the books than I am, but I'm looking forward <laughs> to broadening my horizons on, on some of those things and, and reading that. Um, so I don't know. I, I, there's there's quite a few things. Um, Kenny, why don't you share some of yours? What are what are you looking forward I've, to next year? Yeah, Chris Emerson's a buddy of mine, and, and he started a, a chapter a day group uh, where we just read a, a chapter a day in the New Testament. Right now we're in John. One of the things I've figured out about John is John doesn't write short chapters. He just writes really long chapters. And the, the other thing that I did, and this is something that Chris and I had talked about, he asked if, if I would read aloud the chapters in, in the Facebook group. And and honestly, it's been a lot of fun. I, one of the things that I've talked a lot about is 
essentially what we're doing with this chapter day group is we're writing a, a commentary on, on every chapter of the Bible. And, and the, the amazing thing is, is that people are able to push back on one another. And did anybody understand this? And who, who is, who is that guy in, in second Thessalonians? Because, you know, we, we don't really understand that and we haven't gotten to revelation yet. So I'm really kind of excited to get there, but the camaraderie and, and really the, the ability to ask honest questions that are difficult has been eye-opening to me. I, I, I've said this before in different venues. I am a big advocate of social media because I don't know how you do this in a large group setting otherwise. It's a lot of people that I have not seen anybody fighting. I have not seen the great mask debate. I have not heard anything about Trump or Biden. I haven't heard anything about any stupid political anything. Basically, what we talk about is a chapter of the Bible. And that, to me, has a been a true blessing. So that's something that I absolutely want to continue. I kind of want to get into the Old Testament. I, I think Chris, his impulse is right, uh, is is to to stay in the New Testament because I think it's very accessible, and and it's 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 not it's it's easier to understand. I tell you what, Mark Roberts uh, is also a, a buddy of mine, and I think his reading plan is fabulous. Mark is a great guy. And if any of you guys are interested in listening to other podcasts, Mark has a really good one. In that podcast, he talks about his own reading plan, and he gives he gives the the uh, uh, preview of what that week's readings are going to be. So if you're interested in listening to Monday Morning Coffee with Mark, I, I highly recommend it. So anyway, I, I say all that to say daily Bible reading is something that, that was an eye-opener for me this year. I really am kind of looking forward to a lot of things in 2022. And I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing what we can do even in this venue. Appreciate you mentioning Mark's podcast. I'm surprised you didn't plug uh, Chris's, although many of the people who are listening to this may already listen to, to Chris's. Chris's is really well done. It's very well done. He's very, very popular. He is such a nice guy. He and I get along really well, and he does a great job. But I'm looking forward to see what we do with this. I, I think we spent this year trying to get our foundation yeah. built, kind of figuring out what we're doing here. And I, I really hope that I do a better job of, you know, kind of <laughs> helping the congregation see the the value of this and and spreading this and 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 using it as a tool. I think it can be a very effective tool. This is something that I've wanted to, to say to the congregation before. I, we've we've talked about this, you know, with outside of the podcast. I see this as an opportunity to talk to people that know us, but also people who don't know us. It's awfully intimidating to come into a building of strangers and, and not know any personalities that are there. The, the thinking behind this podcast was, what are we talking about? How are we talking with one another? And what can I look forward to? And that was really mm -hmm. kind of the, the, the idea behind this entire thing. And yeah. by the way, Josh, you've done a great job. Well, thank you. Well, we've mentioned one other thing, mm -hmm. and this would probably be how we would normally end the podcast, because you normally ask me, mm -hmm. you know, what do we what do we have coming up? Yeah. Well, one of the things I'm looking forward to in 2022 is what we are going to talk about congregationally. Uh, we're going to go back to, to having a theme. Uh, and what we mean by that is not that everything we do for the year is tied to this theme. That's, right, that's not right. it at all. But something we come back to... And I'll probably do a sermon on this uh, about once a month, and then we may do some other things associated with it. But we're going to talk about God's remnant. 
I've been wanting to preach on this for some time, not only because uh, remnant, that idea is found throughout Scripture, and so we need to understand about that, but I think what we are experiencing right now, and not that we haven't always been the remnant, but I think we're feeling more like a remnant more than we have in our cultural past. You know, if you talk to Christian who's in China or some other place where they're persecuted, they've always felt like the remnant. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're one of a very few who are are trying to to serve Jehovah God. Mm-hmm. Well, we've lived in a country that for generations has been known as a quote unquote Christian country. Right. And for many of us it doesn't feel that way at all anymore. Well, what do we do with that? And, and that's why I want we're going to talk about the remnant and identifying as the remnant and, and various aspects that, that are associated with this and, and look at that through this next year. So I'm really looking forward to that. I've been doing a fair amount of work on that in the last few months. Yeah, I think one of the things that has become more obvious to me, we have, just like you said, we have called ourselves a Christian nation. I don't know if that has always served us well. No, it hasn't. When you just assume that everybody is, I think you make too many assumptions uh, that we believe the same things, uh, that that we have the same gods, and and you know this this leads very nicely into your idolatry series. There's a lot of idols out there that we just have not identified. It's easy to be quote unquote a Christian nation, and yet consumerism is basically one of the major idols that that, that we pursue. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not indicting anybody as, as much as I'm indicting myself. There's more stuff that I want to buy too. So, I mm-hmm. mean, the, the, the thing about that is, is I, I don't think Christianity was meant for capitalism, but it was also meant for dictatorships. It was also meant for yeah. communism. It was also meant for socialists. The, the, the thing about Christianity is it cuts across every political stripe. Absolutely. So manifest destiny was a real thing. Not, not that <laughs> what I mean by that, not that America was the city set on the hill, th- that America was going to be the light shining out to the world. That's, that's manifest destiny. Right. But the concept that people had, that was a very real thing. Yeah. And I think in a lot of people's mind has remained so. Yeah. yeah. Um, that doesn't mean, please, if you're listening, don't misunderstand us. Kenny and I are not celebrating the fact that, Christianity is on the decline in the United States of America. We're no. not celebrating the fact that uh, moral uh, principles are are disappearing. Not at all. No, no. But it helps us to understand that America wasn't wasn't the kingdom, uh, and and we're we're a remnant. We're part of a kingdom, but we're we're a remnant here on this earth, and that's what we're going to be looking at and focusing on. Well, I like that idea. So how did you come up with that one, Josh? I, I think it's more the product of personal reading and, and reading the scripture. It's just, it's really, and I can't give you a, here's here's how it happened. It's just more of something that had just been creeping in my mind and I'd been thinking about it until, you know, we got to this planning for this next year. And I said, that's something I kind of want to focus yeah. on. I just, I just felt like it would be something that would help us at this time. That sounds fine. So Kenny, we've been talking about what we're looking forward to in, in 2022. Mm-hmm. So we're looking ahead, but let's just spend a minute here and look back. What's, what's something you learned from 2021? You know, I'm going to have to take it a little bit further back than that, because I, I kind of think of the world now as, as pre-pandemic and post-pandemic. And I don't think we're, we're quite past the pandemic, 
But one of the things that I think a lot about is last academic year, almost the entirety of it was done via Zoom and, and with a mask. And, and one of the things that I started figuring out is there are advantages to it that I did not see, but it's it felt so burdensome while I was doing it. But one of the things as we started returning back to the classroom, and I, I'm a college professor, there are parts of that that I like that actually work really well that I can integrate into a classroom. And I like some of the things that I can do that my students are all now trained on. So, for example, every once in a while, I would hold class on Zoom rather than in the classroom, especially when it made sense for them not to be in the classroom to do something else. I think that's something that I learned for my job. But one of the things that I learned was that people in the church are extremely flexible and that there are many ways that we can learn and there are many ways that we can edify. I'll go ahead and tell you, prior to the pandemic, I considered the worship service the only worship you did. Once the worship service was much more difficult, it made me reexamine what worship is. And it showed me that worship is basically giving God the credit for what's going on. And it, it opened my eyes that there are things that I can and should be doing that do not have anything to do with a church building, that there are ways to help other people in ways that are important for me to take on. Those, those were always true, but it becomes easier for me to shirk those responsibilities when I see people every week and feel like I have clocked in and clocked out. I don't think about that a lot anymore. I, 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 I started a, a, another podcast about a year and a half ago, and what that did for me is it made me have conversations with people about spiritual topics. It opened my eyes, and it has been such a blessing to me. So anyway, I, I, I will say, looking back, I see God more places than I did before. I see my yeah. work as a Christian as larger than I thought before. I, I yeah. see Christianity in very simple acts of kindness, quite frankly. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. I mean, there's always, when we think of worship, there is the, what we might refer to as act of worship, yeah. uh, the physical going to worship, which is something Christians ought to yes, do, because yes, God yes, yes. says we ought to do it. But then there's the aspect of, of Romans 12, where we're giving ourselves as, as living sacrifices to God. This is our spiritual and depending on your translation, active service or active worship, yeah. you know. And so you're right that these these opportunities and how we can you know have God involved in our lives and, and focus on Him and praise Him are, are are multiple and manifest. And I think you're you're correct in saying that we've perhaps discovered more ways of of that happening uh, even in these trying times, which is a blessing. Yeah. yeah. Well, how about you? This, uh, like you, it's not just something that 2021 uh, brought brought up, uh, but I've experienced this in 2021 and it's been a blessing. And that's, that's the value of working in teams. Yeah. A lot of what I do, you know, when you're, when you're studying and preparing to teach, whether that's, you know, a sermon or a Bible class or a personal study, there's a lot of solitary parts of my job. Yeah. I might be able to read and work on some stuff in a public place, but it's it's me doing the reading. It's me thinking through things and writing things out. And so there's there's a lot of that. 
doing that as part of a, of a broader team. And I think that through this last year and bringing in JP and Chelsea yeah. uh, to our, to our church family, you know, that has added a component of the team that was needed. Mm-hmm. I think we're reaping the benefits of that and, and we're seeing growth in the church and, and attitudes and, and work and, and reaching out to the community around us. JP and I very much have, have different roles in the team, but I, I feel like we're, we're working very complementary of each other and, and there's a real team environment there. And that's not, you know, it, and I don't just mean to say that the team is just the preachers, no. you know, there's, there's leadership involvement. There, there are deacons who are so faithful like yourself in, in, in taking care of the tasks. What you and I are doing right yeah. now, that that's a, that's a team project. <laughs> yeah. And there's so many different aspects of the team that that we see all around us that that's making the work what it is. So I'll just say I, I'm growing my appreciation of God's wisdom in in creating the church like He did, and, and of calling it a body, and of making sure we understand that the body is comprised of different parts. Each one has its function. And we're all functioning together. We're all working together as a team. We don't have to be doing the same thing, but the glory is going to go to God because his church is going to be what he wants it to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. I'll go ahead and tell you, you, you mentioned teams. You, you know, that little reading group that, that you and I are part of, and it's Edwin Crozier and, and Peter Murphy and Chase Clark and, and a few others do that. I, I would read those books anyway. It is so much better for me to have the conversation around it. And one of the things that I've learned from those conversations, we take <laughs> we take every book we ever read, it ends up being a, a Christian conversation. Every one of those books, and none of them have had a, none of them are inspiration books, none of them are Christian books. But every single time, it has been, what is the Christian's take on Atlas Shrugged? What is the Christian's take on, you know. I didn't read well, that I one know thing, you so didn't. I, didn't uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. But but I think I, I made it through the first. One. <laughs> but one of the things that I appreciated that again, it's that, that that idea of teams and doing something. If you have the opportunity to do it with other people, my goodness, I come out of that much better. And it's it's getting it's getting to drink coffee with you guys, but it's also just being able to talk about things that I wouldn't say out loud to other people. And it it has been a true blessing for me. It has been something that has made me better. How do you think you're going to be pursuing God's upward calling this year? Hopefully what we've learned through 2020, 2021, uh, the faithfulness of God, God's God's care for us, and continuing to press on, to strive for that upward call, even in challenging circumstances. And what you see when you're when you're coming through that, and I agree with you, I don't I don't know that we're necessarily through the pandemic. I don't think we can call it post-pandemic yet. Right. But I do believe we can see that, that God's been with us and God is 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 blessing those who are continuing to be faithful to him and, and working and striving. And so I, I don't know what the challenges of 2022 are going to be. I know there will be some, but I believe that if you and I and, and God's people are, are, are working together and, and keeping our faith through him, God's, God's going to look after us. We mentioned the, the tornadoes that, that came through. And I've been reading stories about a guy who made barbecue down in Clarksville, Tennessee, and drove it up to Mayfield, Kentucky, and just started handing it out. In other words, he did what he could with what he had. I just have a lot more optimism about Christians in 2022. We wrench this verse out of context all the time. Romans 8, 28, where he says, all things work together for good for those who love him. 
I think God has been with us during the pandemic. I know God will be with us after the pandemic. I know he's with the people in Kentucky. I don't know much that it could go much worse, that God just isn't right there. And I guess that the thing that I'm looking forward to is just learning how to trust God more. I know that's a very hallmark answer. That's sincerely where I am. That's the Christian walk right there, man. Uh, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. All righty, man. So what are you going to be talking about next time, or do you have any idea at all? So the first Sunday of 2022, we are going to begin our discussion of God's remnant. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that. I'm sure you're looking forward to writing it, too. So <laughs> I am. Well, Josh, I look forward to this. I have enjoyed this series. I am so glad that this is something uh, that, that helps us to connect with, with the congregation. I, I, I got to tell you, I've enjoyed connecting with you on this. This has been something that I, that I look forward to all week. Likewise, Kenny. All righty, man. Well, I'll tell you what, why don't we talk again next week? All right. God bless, brother. All right. You too. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to get to know us more, you're welcome to watch a live stream service or join us in person at the University Church of Christ in Tampa, Florida. We have all of our information at universitychurchofchrist.org, including the sermon that we discuss in this episode. Until next time, God bless you in your walk with God.